Welcome to Morning Coffee and Mimosas. I'm Christina. And I'm Joe. We are a father-daughter duo. We come here Sunday mornings, but you can come here anytime you please. We banter about life, about business, and we do it over coffee and mimosas. Good morning to you. Good morning, Faj. We definitely had a good breakfast this morning. <laughs> got back into the loop. It has been a while since we got to it do this has. in person. It has. With the last few weeks. I we know. had all this uh stuff. All this stuff. We we had to use our new Riverside recording. Mm-hmm. And here we are. And here we are. It's nice to look you in the eye, Dad. And this way you can throw stuff at me if I annoy you. Yeah, I can like send yeah. you dagger eyes if you like say something <laughs> that I don't agree with. <laughs> it was nice having you over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Where you could just mute me <laughs> if you wanted to. Well, good morning, listeners. We yes, are, good uh, morning. We are back. We, uh, we did eat a big breakfast, so we might drag a little bit on this episode. I'm feeling a little bit less energized than I started the day with. Drag or nap? <laughs> I am a little tired at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But that's, happy- because, that's because you have mimosas and I have coffee. Yeah, but happy Sunday morning. Yes, yes, very good. And I'm very happy because I, I, I'm very happy with our last episode also. Are you? Yes. I really love when you Peter. tell us how much you love our episodes. I do love our episodes. <laughs> but I, I was very happy to interview Peter. He's someone I've admired, you know, uh, on the on YouTube and so on, and then to actually meet him and and have that episode was fantastic. And I think you have something. You're a super up. fan, are you now? Of course. Well, I'm pretty excited. Do you, and do you feel like you've had a more productive last couple of weeks since getting to sure, see of, Peter? Of course. Yeah. I would say I have too, but I'm excited because I'm going to be his guinea pig on mm-hmm. YouTube. He's going to be hooking me up with things three. So he's going to be getting me all tuned up for the new year. I think you're going to get hooked up with three, things three, and he's going to show you how to use it. That's exactly it. But yes. I'm saying he's going to tune me up with I things know, three right. for the new year. So that's next coming up next week. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, and I'll be actually happy to uh, to hear that and to learn just in case there's anything I'm doing that. You know, I like might how be you improved. say just in case. Like there couldn't. It, it's very like it's very. <laughs> a very, very, very slim possibility that you could improve the way you use things three, but just in case. Just in case. There's always <laughs> something you can learn. Always. Oh, that's better. That's always. a better attitude there. Yeah, always. That's yeah. a better attitude there, yeah. Buster. <laughs> just hey, listen, in case there's I, anything I might be able to improve, I'm pretty perfect. I know. But just in case. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but and and I'm not just saying this, but You're so humble. I I am, but. <laughs> I'm not just saying it, but really, our episodes, and I'm, I mean this, when we have them, when we talk about them and stuff, I actually, there is always something I, I learn, even, you know. Well, that's why we do this, right? I know. It's not exactly. just for you listeners. I mean, yeah. this is... <laughs> this I thought you were going to say, it's not just for me. <laughs> no. This is very, this is a very self-serving podcast. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and, you know, we hope that you listeners, you know, enjoy this and get something out of it, too. But this is, you know... We're getting a lot out of we it. We do... <laughs> do this for us no (laughs) just kidding that's it just kidding that's right but anyway um what do you want to talk about today dad well you know i want to leverage uh something and we're coming into you know this episode uh is coming into the end it's the end of the year of 2022 and um new year and all that kind of stuff and 
You know, every year uh, I think about this and I, I write about the fact of, you know, changing. I uh, have articles on Medium about this and and things, um, not not things three, but things in general. you got to be more specific I know, now. To, but we're not talking about that anymore. Well, at least not today. But anyway, my point is uh, Peter's episode and us discussing productivity, getting things done, you know, whether you do a to-do list on paper, whether you do it on an app. And I got to thinking that there's this uh, phrase that I've used in the past. It's not mine, uh, but it's a, it's a good one. And I would like to reference it here. And it has to do with discipline, but there's two pains that we have in life, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret. And I'd like to talk about that. And I think wrapped around that, not a, not a Christmas uh, you know analogy, but wrapped around that. <laughs> yeah, we know you uh, don't know anything down, about wrapping for no, Christmas. No, absolutely not. Is desire. So you know, I, I I'd like to start off with that. So the, the about the fact that we can suffer through discipline, which is an annoyance, and you know, I don't want to do this, but I have to do this. You know, whatever. And then we have regret, where I go about laissez-faire and don't worry about things until I they smack me in the face and I've either missed a deadline or disappointed someone or disappointed that yourself. type of, or myself. So it got to me that I was thinking that we really have to desire to make the changes that we want to make. And we can play games with, oh, it's New Year's and we can play games with turning corners and all the other good stuff, which is great advice. But if you really don't, if you don't you want, want to do it. it, you're not going to do it. So let's discuss that because it really gets into, okay, I don't want to do it, but I need to do it. So I'm going to do it because I want to avoid the, the regret. Pain, the pain of, of regret. regret. Correct. I like that. So it's almost like that's kind of where there's like, there's also three kinds of discipline, right? There's mm-hmm. like the preventive discipline, mm-hmm. which is is kind of what we're talking about, right? Right. How do we discipline ourselves at the hop so that we don't end up disappointed and, you know, kicking ourselves after or end up with other types of discipline, like corrective discipline, right? Mm-hmm. Where now you've got the pain. Maybe discipline is coming from elsewhere, right? Because you didn't do something that you were supposed to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And it's always better if you can inflict the discipline on yourself than have it <laughs> come from somebody else, right? That's why people say, Joe, you always make fun of yourself. And I say, well, that way I can control it. <laughs> if you right. make fun of me, it's going to be worse. <laughs> exactly. Um, but like, then there's also supportive discipline, right? Which is kind of how do you keep going and how do you keep reminding yourself that mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've got to kind of redirect bad behaviors as you see them coming. Yeah, that's good. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but no, I mean, no, no, I think right. I, I think it's, um, you know, discipline isn't just one thing, right? And sometimes no. we, we think about discipline and I think back to like PTSD from my childhood where what? it was the corrective discipline <laughs> <laughs> often. <laughs> I like the way you use PTSD. <laughs> I guess you had a horrible childhood. I didn't know that. You know, yeah. you know, no, it wasn't so yeah. bad, but... Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, but that you know, it's it's true, right? Like, and I think as we approach a new year, um, I'm somebody that I think a lot of people uh, look at a new year as kind of like a fresh start, right, mm-hmm. or a clean slate. And 
in order to have a clean slate, you need to start doing things differently. Right. So. And what else does a clean slate mean? I'll answer it for you. Please do. Forget the past. Yeah. The past is done. Forgive, a clean yeah, forgive slate, the past. Correct. What do you do when you have a clean slate? You have a bunch of stuff on the on the board, right? And you you know ideas and things and and mistakes and regrets. And a clean slate says, you know what? I'm going to wipe that clean, and we're looking forward. And that's what you have to do because one of the burdens we carry with us when we try to get better at something is we continue to carry along the mistakes of the past. And I've, I've used this in other examples, but again, learning anything, anything that we learn, we learn by making mistakes and being really bad at something. A baby doesn't walk really well and it has to be really bad at things until it gets better. So does the kid go, yeah, I know I'm walking now, but oh my God, last year I did. No, they just keep moving forward. And that clean slate is a great point that you make. So Yeah, well, and I like what you're saying about, it's, it's very rare I like what you're saying, but I like what you're saying, Dad, here in this moment. Because (laughs) (laughs) that's her way of of, uh, boxing that off. So that, yeah, just right now, just right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I I really like the idea of you have a clean slate and you, you get to lose the guilt of mistakes and the memory maybe Mm -hmm. of the mistakes and just carry the lessons with you. Right. Right. Because I mean, how will we grow if we don't have the lessons that we learned? Right. Then we keep making the same mistakes. Right. But, um, but it's true because you have, uh, like, I look at it like, okay, any areas that we sucked, right, for the last however many years, we it may not be overnight, but at whatever point in time, if it's the new year or another time or a new week, we have the opportunity to start showing up differently and start showing up like the person that we want to show up like. Mm-hmm. And it can be little tiny things, but um, at any given time, you know, you have the opportunity to just you know, show up differently and and then people start seeing that. And and then I think they start forgetting about any mistakes too, the more that you show up like the person that you want to be. Correct. Because remember, everybody has their own challenges and their own lives and their own stuff. So as much as we may dwell on the fact that we were embarrassed by something or, uh, or someone called us out or this or that, at the end of the day, most people are not thinking about you and really have moved on and they just, you know, just just be better. Right. So like that. we carry a lot of stuff that we didn't don't need to carry. So clean slate is a great a great thing. And that's a great segue, not segue, but a great way to prepare to set yourself up to simply discipline yourself to do as best you can in getting productive and I look at it as just, I don't want to forget anything that I was supposed to do. I, I make a joke. I do this at work a lot. I make a joke about, like, people say, well, you're very organized. You have everything, you know, listed out. And I go, well, I may not get to all of it, but I darn well know what I need to do. Right. That's what right? you said because last the, episode, too. Yeah, because the thing is, it's really cool to not forget something even if I'm not going to get to it, but to say, all right, I, I know I have to do this, but I do have some wiggle room and I'll do that tomorrow or I'll do that, put that off till next week or I just found out this happened and I can do that. The scary part is when stuff just 
surprises surprises you surprises you and it'll always happen at the worst time like when you cannot get to it in time or where you don't have like other people that you need to complete correct, something right correct correct and that this time of year that's uh <laughs> you know almost every time you send an email you get an out of office <laughs> i know <laughs> so it's really <laughs> yeah it's really it actually just happened to me on friday because something i, I need to get something to someone and uh you know, and then I said, uh, you know, I know I'm supposed to get it to you, but I, I need so-and-so and they're out till Monday. They're so. out till January 2nd. Well, so. <laughs> luckily, they're out till Monday. <laughs> I said, so I'll get it to you Monday and everything was was okay. But the point is, how nice was it that I was able to get ahead of it instead of mm -hmm. getting a, an email like, you know, do you have that information, you know? Mm -hmm. I know. So, um, and that's the worst. Yeah. And that usually comes like when you're thinking, when when you remember, oh shit, I had to do this. And then it's like moments later you get the email from the person that's like do you have this and you you're have like this? damn it like <laughs> i did remember it <laughs> but now you don't think i remembered it <laughs> right because <laughs> you asked first it's so true it really is so yeah. dad you know with you being like i would say a taskmaster right okay w what is your like when you are talking about desire and you needing to want something in order for you to really put it into practice mm -hmm and want something enough to be disciplined right mm -hmm. because in order to decide that you're going to discipline yourself you have to want it right right or you have to not want the pain of you know Correct. regret like you said bad right. enough right so mm -hmm. one of the two has to be strong enough for you to really discipline yourself to mm -hmm. do something what what are some ways or like for us listeners right us listeners mm -hmm. um but for our listeners for for myself what are ways that you have let's say cultivated like the feeling of wanting something or the desire like are there any tools that you would recommend to let's say somebody not every single thing that you do is something that you're passionate about right, right. or have like a really clear desire for mm -hmm. but in the event that you don't have that what are ways that you can kind of try and cultivate it or create it yeah, that's a good. That's a very, very good point because the desire I'm talking about, like, we can't like everything that we do in our lives, right? We really, we don't. It's just not, not that way. You know, people say, "Well, do what you love doing," and all that. And well, and we don't all have the luxury to just do exactly what we love we doing. Like, I could rescue dogs all day, but that's not going to pay the bills, you mm -hmm. know? Right. Or eat pizza all day. Like, I mean, these are things I love, but. Right. Nobody's going to pay me for that. Correct. So, but you want to be like you're in a profession that what you do in general, you like and are good at it and it fits your persona, right? Um, but that's where I believe, and I'm not, let me know if I don't answer the question completely, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I know you will. <laughs> I don't know why I had to coach her on, on that. Um, when you are organized, and and know what you you know are in control i guess the best word is i want i have a desire to be in control of as best i can the things that i am responsible for that that doesn't and now there are things that i'm responsible for that i enjoy doing and want to do and there are things i'm responsible for that i don't enjoy and i don't want to do but I believe that if you are disciplined in the area of 
making sure you have everything buttoned up as best you can, then it does make the things you don't want to do a little uh, easier, a little easier, a little bit more palatable and fit in the mold. Because you do know that no matter every single day, stuff happens that you did not budget for. <laughs> That's the understatement right? of the century. <laughs> right. So my desire is I'm happy when at least I have factored in all of the tasks that I have to do that I like and that I don't like, but they're they're in that. So if mode. I'm kind of summarizing like or restating what you said, because I think that's a good way to put it, mm -hmm. you desire control over your environment. Yes. So to the extent that like you may not desire every single task that you know you have to do or every single piece of responsibility but if you focus on your desire for being in control and having controlled chaos versus mm -hmm. just the chaos that can be thrown at you um that's enough to help you discipline because that's ultimately what you really want yes I think that's great because, and the more that like, even, you know, you may not be passionate about every piece of what you do, but maybe you're passionate about the people you work with, right? Or you're right. passionate about like the big picture of what you do or how, you know, you impact, you know, how that impacts uh, your ability to provide for your family or right. whatever. So if you tie back your desire for those things and then use the, uh, you have the, what is it? The carrot or the stick? The stick mm -hmm. of if if this doesn't happen, then you know there could be negative repercussions and things right. that you know mm -hmm. you don't enjoy. Right, right. Then maybe that's the. I guess everybody has a different way that their brain works, right? Whether yeah. they're motivated yeah. by the possibility or you know motivated by the uh, you know the the outcome otherwise. Right, right. So yeah. part of it's knowing what motivates you. <laughs> yeah, and and. And I think that if more of us realized that that being in control of all of those aspects and and having to do lists and and organizing them by the areas with which they impact, um, and then going you, referring back to them so that they're not just like absolutely, there. <laughs> absolutely, you have to use your. It needs to be a working to do list that you are like your best friend. <laughs> Correct, and since and and great point. And I, I know I'm a techie, and I know that I'm going to turn off some people who are not techies, but it doesn't have to be technology-oriented. Back in the, I remember in the 80s, the big thing were planners. Um, we all walk, you know, now we walk around with cell phones. Mm -hmm. I remember in the 80s, we had, and any, any of you that are old enough to know this, I think you're going to smile and you're going to say, yeah, I remember this. Um, I guess I've always been a kind of a productivity freak. <laughs> we used to have, would be a leather bound little book, probably the size of a paperback. And it had uh, your- You know they still do sell planners, right? I know that, but I'm saying this, this is what- <laughs> I feel like you're people. describing a planner as though it's like a, and it, maybe there are people that have never seen a planner, but you're describing it as though it's like uh, some kind of a like ancient tool that, you know, like well, people won't know. Well, it kind of is know. an ancient tool. <laughs> But but you had I literally it had pages that you moved forward from day to day your to do list and you'd cross off and then eventually just write a new to do list that you know had the other items mm -hmm. on it. But but I remember that you also had pages behind it with tabs for 
projects or for areas and so on. And I simply do that electronically now. And that is a huge thing. When you categorize, instead of just a list of things to do, and that's fine, but when they are also categorized by areas. So for example, I'm a Rotam in the Wayne Rotary Club and I have, we just had our fruit sale and I you know, worked on the fruit sale and so on. So the fruit sale was a project, right? So my tasks in the fruit sale are less priority than my tasks at work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I just have things written down, then there's, there's, it's not just a priority. It's just do this. Now, there were deadlines. Like I do have to get the fruit order into the grove by a certain date. You got that? But um, And at my work priorities, I have projects that mm-hmm. I'm doing. I also have areas that I'm responsible for, right? By organizing them like that and then putting them in when I want to do them, it it completely helps you manage something that others could look at and say, it's unmanageable. You have too much here. And I'm not saying I have too much, but I'm saying any anything that yeah. we do. We have too much here. But when you break it down into like yes. bite-sized pieces, it's easier to to say, okay, well, this project, if I actually look at it, it's just 10 smaller tasks. Exactly. And I have this much time to complete them. And each task, if that task takes five minutes and that one takes 10 minutes, this whole project maybe is a 45-minute project over a week. <laughs> correct, correct. And now I'm going to say something else here too about liking and not liking because this, this, these are the mind games. Your brain that is I've, turning now. I it's see turning. it happening. But I want to say, like, there are things I absolutely hate doing. Tell us about them. You those, haven't had a really, you haven't had a rant in a while. I know. But my hate, I hate anything to do with, like, you know, working around the house. And I'm not talking about vacuuming. Yes. That's all maintenance stuff. I'm talking about, I am not handy when it comes to, you know, building a cabinet or, or, or oh, we've putting, pe- yeah, right. All that kind of stuff. Um, now, I, what else do you hate, Joe? <laughs> 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 so I hate doing that stuff. However, if you look at a contractor or, you know, a mechanic, right? I don't work on my car. Uh, and, you know, I'd be like, just, oh, I, I, I understand how a car works, but I don't, I don't want, I, I can't do any of that work, right? But uh, someone in business for that looks at a job and says, oh, okay, uh, plumbing. All right. So you, you need this, a new pipe and, and this, this, and this. That job will take two hours and it's $100 an hour. It's going to be two, whatever, I'm making up numbers, $200, right? Think about that. They take the job and, and we all do this. A consultant, I was a consultant for years. I didn't, you know, and I, they'd say, we need to do this. Well, I have to analyze this. I have to do this. I, I guess I'm going to budget that's about 30 hours, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if you take that same analogy, even for things you don't like to do, just say, okay, I hate doing this, but I could hate it for an hour. Right. I like that. Right? Like you can hate you could do anything. anything for, you could do anything <laughs> for like, you know, 45 minutes. Correct. Correct. So, okay, I really hate doing it, but for the next half hour, I'm going to devote to just get started on that. I'm not going to think and of anything And just like embrace else. the suck. Exactly. And you taught me that lesson when we bought this house and we had to paint the master bedroom and I was hating every single minute because i hate painting and i remember what did you do you got the i got some music the on. music on and you put it on and you just said dad come on well let's just do it yep. you, you taught me and you you 
I've done that with many things when we built IKEA furniture. Correct. Also, you, you basically it's time blocking. You know, mm-hmm. and, and people here that know productivity are going to go, "Yes, yeah, time blocking, idiot! <laughs> you just learned it." No, but what I'm saying is, for even jobs you hate to do, time block it. It's on your list instead of just staring at it, which I would do. You know, let's say I have to fix the bathroom or something. You know, I'd be staring at that, going, "I hate doing that." I hate that. Well, and in all the time that you're spending, like delaying it. it and hating <laughs> it, and and psyching yourself up for how bad it's going to suck, it's like by the time it's done, you're like, that wasn't actually so bad. Right. And I spent all this time with having mental strife over it, and it could, and then you're liberated once it's done. Well, sometimes, but sometimes I spend the hour doing it, but then broke a valve and it flooded the bathroom floor, and then I had to call a plumber, <laughs> and it was five hundred dollars, and it would have been cheaper if I just called the well, plumber. That's but when, that's a different that, story. <laughs> that goes back to one of our episodes we did on delegation, which then you, you need to be able to say, okay, these that's are things correct. that I am good at and are in my strengths. That's where you go back to. I think we had an episode on uh, how to decide when to delegate that's right not only do i hate it but i'm not good at it either (laughs) is this something that i need to do personally or is it something that i can source out to somebody else there you go and if it's something that you can source out to somebody else you probably shouldn't be doing it there you go thank you so that's a whole other let's put that for another episode (laughs) we've already spent the 25 minutes on this one (laughs) no but i I, anyway but anyway that's a good example that's that's the idea and i guess that's what i wanted to you know Uh, get across today is you know the desire have the desire especially as we come to the end of the year and it's a new year and you're going to hear all this stuff about new year new you yeah exactly and resolutions which i'm not a big fan of and all that stuff but however get desire for getting organized which will help you in every aspect of your life and save you from embarrassment save you from regret save you from annoyances and inefficiencies and it gives you more time to party on the weekend and be happy about it so there you go amen (laughs) right That seems like a good, good note to leave things on. I think so. I so, think so we wish you all listeners a really wonderful holiday season. Whatever you celebrate, we hope that you get some downtime mm-hmm. to rest, recharge. We thank you for hanging with us. We're almost doing this for two years, Dad. I know. So that's coming up to two years. Cool. So proud of us. Yeah, me too. Like yeah. I who would have thunk that we would be here two years later? I know. Still chatting away i know saying but things it's, and but it's very good unsure that anyone cares but we are still here and we're not going anywhere no we are not yeah so if um, you want us to go you got to turn us off and not well, download <laughs> if you want us to go you're gonna have to leave a review telling us to please shut this down but for now don't do that. here we are <laughs> um but yeah w- wishing you really wonderful holiday season and a happy new year and uh we are really looking forward to coming back and uh you know bringing some really good content in the new year as well you got it all right wherever you are whatever your story thanks for spending time with us this morning now go and make a difference in your world By the way, Christina, why did the burglar hang his mugshot on the wall to prove that he was framed? (laughs) What you all didn't see is he just whipped out a dad joke book. He now has a dad joke book. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.